0: Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet, and today I have Sabina with me. She's an artist and illustrator of several oracle decks and contributor to the Pride Tarot deck. As a first-generation immigrant born in Colombia to Caribbean, uh, Caribbean parents, which I love the Caribbean, I'm kind of jealous, my multicultural heritage and early travels through South America impressed upon her an appreciation for diversity and that she's tried to carry into her work. Through her art, she explores and shares the human experience as well as our common connection to the divine. Welcome, Sabina thank you so much for having me it's
2: great to be here
1: Oh, i love it and i got to meet her in person so those of you listening all over the world we live close but not close at least she's within an hour's drive or less to get here to see us so i got to meet her in person so that was really exciting and we carry her decks in our store so that's even more exciting as an illustrator so what got you into creating decks and doing that type of work?
2: Oh, um, well, it was sort of, you know, serendipitous uh, happenstance. Uh, it all came together magically. It was a beautiful thing. Um, I had, I have a painting degree, but I took some time off for several years to raise my kids when they're real small and be available for them to take them, you know, to school and all that and So as they were getting older, I started getting back into painting, and I was just kind of trying to find my path and figure out what I was going to do. And I was just exploring different things that kind of, you know, moved me, and I started looking into different religions, and I came across mudras, and I was kind of learning about those on my own. And um, so I started painting a lot of those and put the a, a yoga studio locally here, started putting them up um, um, in their studio. And so I decided I'll just put these online on my website and see what happens. And, you know, like soon after that, um, the editor, Lynn from US Games, contacted me out of the blue. And her and Allison, who, um, is the author of the Mudra's Decks. Um, you guys interviewed her recently. Her podcast was great too. Um, yeah, so she, they contacted me. They reached out to me, and I had no experience at all in this area, and I was a little intimidated. I just wouldn't, you know, kind of being pragmatic, like, is this something I could do? You know, I was really, um, I thought about it a lot, and, but then I talked to Allison. I met her. Um, we had like a little Zoom meeting, and we just immediately clicked and she's like my soul sister and we immediately were like yes this is happening um so the two of them um kind of just brought me into this world and it was total accident and it just is has been the best thing ever i love it well
1: you know allison shared with us her journey of creating the mudra decks and they're really beautiful I um, you yeah. notice you've got the decks up behind you as well so those that are listening if you haven't checked out these decks they're really really incredible in how they've been put together what was your favorite part of doing this did she did she pick paintings you already had or did you create special ones for the deck
2: Well, we, the ones that I had done for the yoga studio were oil paintings. Um, And so she and I kind of worked together. We just collaborate so well. And um, we, she had kind of like a list in mind of the ones that she wanted to do. And because, you know, I had to do so many of them, um, we had to figure out a way. I I ended up doing watercolor paper um, using watercolor and you know they're kind of like six by six inches small little drawings but they're really intricate and so it took me a long time to do them and um but it was a really great learning experience and a fun process for both of us it was both of our first deck um and uh, you know I was like spread out all over the dining room table for months and my kids got to see me working on it so to me that was one of the best things for my kids to experience like something go from, you know, the beginning stages and then see a finished product come out, you know. So, I think that was a fun experience for all of us really, but
1: Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, do you have some of the paintings with you? Like do you oh. have some you could show us or
2: cards that you can show us? I didn't think to bring any of them. Let me look. I have the um the deck. I I actually don't have any of the deck with me, but I I do have these are the two um, Pride Tarot paintings that I did. Oh, those are beautiful. And they're framed, so they're a little... There's some glare here, but you can kind of see a little bit. So these are about, like, I don't know, 8 by 10, maybe. I can't remember the exact size. But um, uh, I don't have any of the original Midrace decks. I wish I would have thought to bring those with me. No,
1: that's no problem. I just... I love looking at the cards. So what got yep. you to do the pride tarot deck? How did that come about?
2: Um, let's see. So I, we did that. And um, I just, Lynn again, Lynn is like our magic. I'm going to put these down. Uh, Lynn is like our little magic fairy. <laughs> she comes in and like gets all these projects going and, you know, they contacted me um, and asked if I would like to be a part of it. And that was just a huge honor for me. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually I would love to do an entire tarot deck, but that was just um, because of uh, it being a fundraiser um, for an LGBTQ organization. I thought that was really meaningful. And so it was super exciting to do that. That was a fun project.
1: Oh, yeah. I I can only imagine being able to support and give back to that community, yes. right? Yes. Such a Such a great value effort. And then your is it is the newest deck the auspicious symbols? Is that your newest deck?
2: The newest deck is so I I brought the uh, the auspicious symbols is new, and then I also have the um, the El Camino Oracle, which I wrote and illustrated. So this is my first solo deck. So um, that was a big departure for me, but. Um, those two kind of came out simultaneously within like three months of each other. Um, so it's been a busy year for Allison and I, we've been <laughs> <laughs> lots of juggling.
1: They're keeping you guys busy. So talk to me about what is the inspiration? Cause I haven't seen your El Camino deck on what is the energies of that deck and the purpose of that. Sure,
2: deck. sure um well the um the auspicious deck we did during lockdown during COVID, we had actually signed on to do the deck was going to be a little bit different and so during COVID we were both in lockdown and we were like we need just pure healing coming out of both of us <laughs> right now and so that's how we coped we kind of dug down and um worked on that deck so Um, That was our main focus, and we were really just focused on, like, you know, positivity and healing and uplifting people during such a dark time. And um, then the El Camino deck, during kind of around that same period, I just had this, like, it wasn't even a dream. I just woke up one morning, and I had, like, a full, like, idea for this entire deck. Um, And I approached the um, editors at U.S. Games. And I kind of gave them my pitch, and it's basically, I use um, a Celtic deck, one of those, um, it's like an old, really old animal oracle deck, um, but it's Celtic. And I always thought, like, so weird that, you know, I connect with this. It's not my culture at all, but I really connect with it, and I think it's so cool that these images are archetypal symbols that, that we can all relate to. Um, and so I thought well, it would be really fun to do something similar to that, but from South America. And so this deck is all about connecting with um, your ancestry um, through these images, and um, I kind of guide you through that process. So,
1: I love that. I love that. I love that because there's just yeah. so much out there that we could do, right? And so much out yeah. there that we can connect with and i love symbolism we we take it for granted and it's really powerful and you know your Absolutely. auspicious symbol deck the first time we got it in we actually sold it out in a couple of days because i used oh, the deck no. in the class and everybody wanted it and so the decks oh. were like gone 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 like everybody oh, bought no. it and they got to play with it because we were doing we were doing a prosperity class and I felt like it was a yeah. really good match to bring some of that symbolism in and some of the differences and people yeah. loved it and it was gone like my first class and I did three of those classes
2: the first wow. class we
1: sold every deck we had in the house so it was Oh, gone. that's
2: so wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank you.
1: So everybody loved it. So, my daughter is a lucky cat person. She absolutely uh, loves lucky cats. So, when she's
2: somewhere behind me, too, <laughs> when yeah, went to
1: um, the international trade show this year where we get to see new decks and new offerings, yeah, she's the one that came across that oh, deck and said, We have to have that, we got to order it. And so so it's the reason we had it in the store because I don't, you know, you got so many decks coming out every year and you got so many beautiful ideas, right? And so you go to these shows looking for new decks, new offerings for your community, and you you always come back with 15 or 20 that are brand new that hit our shelves. And that right. was one of them we chose this summer to bring into the center. And everybody absolutely loved it. So
2: Wow. Well, that's so funny, too, because um, I had a different cover that I had illustrated for it. And a lot of times I do, like, extra images that may or may not get used. Um, and... Uh, so the different cover was like fingers crossed and it had some of those same symbols around it. Um, and Allison and the editors of the, you know, the creative director got together and they decided the lucky cat was just so like happy and powerful. Like they were like, this will get, you know, this is like, this will hook people as far as like knowing what the deck is about. So yeah, they really really made that change.
1: I love that. Well, it's really true. It's how do you draw people in to even pick it up and touch it? What is and it? It kind
2: of summarizes what the whole deck is like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was a beautiful and it really kind of drew us in to be able to do that. Thank you. Thank so you, you still do paintings and sell them, Sabina? Do you have a website where you sell some of those?
2: I do. Um, Well, I sort of, I'm kind of doing a little bit of everything right now. I'm currently working on another deck with Allison, so that'll be upcoming. And um, I, you know, in between the decks, the decks kind of consume me. And when I'm working on those, it's sort of like, you know, you're kind of in that world for a while and dreaming about it and thinking about it during the day. (laughs) Right. Between the decks, I usually do paintings, um, and those are all online. And I can, um, I usually do commissions or prints or you know, uh, custom paintings for people um, through that. So it's sabinaspinay.com is my website.
1: I would love to check that out because every we do we usually try to do an a wall art. Mm-hmm. fair show in our center once a year where we get oh, artists that are local that come in and paint but yeah. the other thing I would love to do is one of our fairs is have you in to for people to connect with all your decks and do an author signing because you're so oh. close that we yeah. can have several of those in the store and people can meet with you and so we like to do those on a day that we're having a fair we got heavy traffic coming through yeah so people can kind of meet and connect with you. I think it would be fun for them to get to do that.
2: I would love that, that would be wonderful. And I loved seeing your space to begin with. So that was, I, I was so shocked when I got the email from you guys about the podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, this is right here. Like I'd never <laughs> been there. So, <laughs>
1: Well, it's great, it's great to have you. So what would you tell someone who's an artist that would love someday to inspire to do what you're doing now? Um because there are a lot of people when I meet with people, a lot of people say, I would love to create a deck. I would love to right. be able to do a deck. What would you tell them? What would be some of the tips or hints that you would give them
2: um that is a good idea yeah, there's a lot of people who are creating decks right now there's a you know, but I think the you have to really um connect with the subject and really have um I would say have intention about what you're doing and don't try to just crank something out to get it out there Um, to really be intentional about making a plan about, you know, how are you going to do this and you know how much time you have to put toward it. Um, And there are obviously self, you know, people who self publish. um, But if you're going to contact a publisher and have them Um, you know, request that they print your deck, I would um, be very professional about it and have like a business, you know, like a professional plan about how to approach them and have images to show them and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a plan for what you're doing so that, you know, they take you seriously and know that you will deliver something.
1: Uh-huh. Well, and you had a website that somebody found you with these right. yoga symbols and it fit perfectly, right? With what right. somebody was looking for. Mm-hmm. So having a website that's searchable, findable, that has mm-hmm. good images on it, it's going to be super, super important. Because right. I know there are always creators out there looking for the right artists to collaborate with for right. their work.
2: Well, and I'm pretty active on social media, not, not so much on Facebook. Um, I tend to be more active on Instagram and um, just really um, networking on there. You know, it's like anything else. It's, uh, it's, you know, you hate for it to be, you know, too much of a business, but it's, it's part of, you know, making smart decisions, you know, putting stuff out there and um, connecting with other people in your industry and talking to people. Um I've made a lot of really great friends. Uh US games people are amazing. Like they're just the nicest, kindest people that you want to meet and um so I've just met a lot of really good friends through them and um people that I've never met in real life that I <laughs> that I really clicked with, you know, connected with. But um so I would say yeah, just put yourself out there. Of course there are always, you know, it, you know, I'm amazed every day that I see artists online that have like, you know, 32 million followers and stuff like that. But I think you can't, um, you just have to believe in your heart, what you're doing um, and know that you have a gift or a message to put out there. um, No matter what, you know, other people are doing, you can't, you have to sort of put blinders on to what everybody else is doing. Yeah, You can't really compare
1: because you're, you're your own journey your own self. And when we do that comparison competition, we get into those energies. It doesn't, it's, it's not, it's not effective or helpful for us because guess what? It will all happen in perfect timing for the purpose. And you just got to trust that the universe has a plan, but you're right. As a business person, you, it it is part of a business and you yeah. got to promote and you got to share and you got to be connecting to people so that they can find you. And, yeah. you know, for some pieces, honestly, it's luck, right? Being right. on the right platform at the right time with the right audience and something happens and it's just luck that fits us there, right? We've, is, always said, we've always said around here because we have a YouTube channel and we do podcasts and all that, that there's a tipping point at some point. That you're going to get to, and all of a sudden, you're going to wake up one morning and go, Oh my gosh, what happened last night? And people <laughs> just all of a sudden find you and you hit that Eight. number, right? But you can't be so focused on that, you just got to keep doing your work and do it from a heart space, have Absolutely. passion,
2: and put your stuff into it, right? Absolutely. I agree. It is. It's a little bit luck. I mean, but it's also a little bit like you being open to receiving this, having a positive attitude and to be grateful for the things, the connections that you do make. And, um, you know, it's, you. yeah, like you said, you can't just compare yourself to other people. You just go down a rabbit hole.
1: A <laughs> big <laughs> no, no, rabbit me. hole I that, that, right? <laughs> You can see right. you've done a big. I'm so glad that we have the podcast because we're meeting with illustrators and artists and people that write for these decks. We're also yeah. meeting, uh, meeting with authors that write books and spiritual leaders and community. And I love the variety of people that we get to ma- meet because there are a lot of people out there dreaming or hoping or have a passion that they want to turn into a business. And I think this gives everybody hope that if you're doing all the right things and putting yourself out there and being open to what can come in, then you too can do that as well.
2: Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, there's a lot of avenues, even if you don't hook up with, you know, a publisher, there's so many avenues for self-publishing now and Patreon and all these other things that... um, you can find ways for your product to get out there into the world. Um, And I just think it's a good time for creators to um, put a a sincere, good product out there into the world um, that that is meaningful to them is a good thing.
1: Well, and it is, you know, we've got so opportunities. You talked about Patreon, but also Kickstarter. Uh, My daughter's all the time searching on Kickstarter for new decks, new creators, new illustrators it's a great opportunity for people to find you and know that you're out there. Um, there are right. many, many different ways to do it. So I love, I love having the opportunity. It's like, if you really want it, and you're passionate, there are many ways to find your lane to find your way through it. And I I love that aspect of it.
2: Yeah. And sometimes even publishers will look through, you know, Kickstarters and Patreons, things like that as well, and find people that way. So It's you you just have to keep um, doing your part almost like I always think I'm conspiring with the universe, the universe is conspiring with me to get these things out there. But you know, you can't just sit around waiting for, you know, the universe to do all the work for you. But you got to do your part.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Well, how exciting to have five decks that you've gotten to work on. What what a blessing and what you know what a space of gratitude to say, hey, yeah. I've been part of this journey. Um, I think that's amazing to have that. And I'm hoping we can get you into the center for assigning so that people can meet you as well. And that, now that you know where we're at and how close we are, <laughs> Hopefully I can
2: jump we'll there. there all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can come and see us. So I love that as well. Yes. yes. Um, I know we're in Thanksgiving week. And so this is a big holiday week. There's lots of festivities going on. So those people that are listening, you'll hear this podcast afterwards, but I hope you have an amazing holiday and, and Ooh. the holidays and the new year is just right around the corner. So Uh, For all of our listeners, I hope it's a great, great new year and holiday for everyone. Sabina, thank you so much for being part of the show. I, I can't you. wait to see what you come up with next. I was trying to get Allison to hint, and she goes, we're still in creative mode. We're still yeah. in creative mode. We can't share anything yet. It's still, being, it's still percolating. I'm like, okay. We're, I yeah. <laughs> we're still working on it. It's not close to being finished yet to talk about. But when you guys get ready to do another one, maybe we can have you back on the show to talk about it.
2: That's right. Yeah, she comes in usually every year for INATs, um, or most years anyway. So we usually get together around that time. And, um, so maybe the two of us can pop in. I would love that. I would love
1: that. That would be awesome. I would love to see both of you. Um, and that would be it would be wonderful it would be absolutely wonderful thank you so much for taking the time today
2: thank you so much gratitude thank you for this i appreciate the opportunity
1: absolutely and for our listeners thank you for listening i hope you have a great holiday in the first of the year and we hope to see you back here really soon
0: are you seeking an online spiritual education resource do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akeshic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.